Hi guys, welcome to Musical Movements Podcast. It's myself, DJ Rav C. I'm here with Aaron. And today we are going to talk about the job that goes on behind the camera. So everything that you don't actually see from loading our vans to setting up at the gig to offloading and maybe any sort of dramas that we've had in between. You're forgetting waking up before the alarm clock goes off as well, man. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping for a little pause there, but absolutely. I mean, it, do you know what? When, when you're kind of DJing and you've got a booking planned, right? It doesn't matter whether it's one month, two months, six months, whatever. You know in the back of your head what you need to plan. And that's how I work anyway. I, I know I've got to be on the ball. It's not just about sort of turning up to the venue, setting up and, and going home. Everything's got to be hit, hasn't it? Like all those um, sort of validity points that you think about from equipment to, to, to music, you know, and that sort of thing. But this podcast, we're going to predominantly focus on the loading and the offloading part of things and, and you know, any funny stories in between maybe. Oh, I'm, so, sure. I'm sure there's a quite a few funny stories. I could imagine. <laughs> Especially us two at that. Yeah, it is naughty. But yeah, man. Uh, um, what about, how do you reckon it's changed through the years as well? Like, do you remember when we used to set up to what it is now? Oh, man. Do you know what? I've got so much going through my head the second you said that. Um, I, like, I remember the, the, the first sort of bookings I was doing with, with a DJ crew that I was working with that are still good friends with me. Um, the first thing that came to mind was the size of equipment back then. Like, do you remember the mad scan lights that you used to get? And you could only fit, like, two in a flight case, and we had to take, like, eight or 16 with us, and the, and the TVs and stuff like that. And we're trying to, like, you know, shove it all into, like, a, a, a medium wheelbase transit. Um, but to answer your question, I would say things got smarter. Things have got smaller, definitely. You know, we're not lugging 120 records with us. We're not taking our 1210 decks anymore, in, in, you know, in flight cases. And, and these huge lights and whatever else you trusting as well. Oh my God, that was like too, too big back then. But yeah, so I would say, how's it it definitely got smarter. Um, there's, there's also been instances where I've done bookings, like in a car. Like, you know, if you can fit a couple of tops in, you can, you can go. But, you know, um, evolving from that and then going into storage units and, and lugging flight cases and then struggling to lift them up with someone that's like skinnier than me <laughs> it's like you get that side i'll get this side but yeah it, it, it's it's got bigger i would say in terms of like the functions have got bigger the the the, the decor's got bigger the um, visual the audio kind of aspect of things have definitely got bigger but smarter if that makes sense you know because nowadays we can almost ask people to set our stuff up stuff up you know like you can outsource things and I don't know. It, I've got loads going on in my head. Let me know what, what, what you're thinking. Do you know what? I, I think it's been a crazy journey. Like when, when I first started, we used to have like two vans going out to bookings. You have a van full of sound and then another van full of lighting and all the X, Y, Z. And then going forward now, what I've noticed is um, I'm turning up most of my bookings fit in a nice size van. I'm like, oh, this is all right. You know, it's, it's a lot more cleaner looking. I think I mean, that's, that's the key to, like, now is the setups is mm. let's get things looking really, really clean. And, you know, it's more visually pleasing to the clients. You don't have 100 cables running around. And, yeah, I think that basically, to me, it's hitting the nail on the head now. Speaking of that, 
that, that was going to be my phrase. That was actually going to be my phrase. You just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. And, um, I beat you, and you, 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 yes. you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> but I, I think you are spot on there. Um, it, it depends, like, firstly, on the, on the type of function you're doing. Um, you know, so if you're doing something that's kind of medium-sized, to me, if it's something that I can cater for, i.e. I can use my own equipment, you know, um, that takes the hardest work. Because you've got to go and get that out of wherever you keep it, yeah. okay? And, you know, I'm going back a few years. I used to actually keep a lot of my rig uh, at the side of my house, okay? I'm not going to advertise my address right now, but it's all one it? Yeah. <laughs> but, no, really, it was. And it, and it wasn't, you know, it, you need it. It's like a two-man lift, most of the stuff. You take your dragging base bins out, um, you know. Before, and prior to that, you've got to make sure that, you know, you're, you're, like the traffic side of things okay as well. So there's, there's so much going on in your head. Yeah, Friday night, M25, you think, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you, um, I've got, like, a funny story, right? I always had this um, kind of scare that that this van that I bought, I'm, again, going, probably going back about five or six years, um, would, would just break down on me when I don't need it to. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because you don't have that fear. So it's like... Right, DJs, get roadside cover. That's number one. And make sure they can drop you off wherever you need to get to. So if I break down, my priority would be, I don't care about my van, I need to get to the venue. I need to make sure that I'm going to get towed or you know taken to this venue with my equipment. I'll worry about my van later. I don't care. Um, yeah, so I've had a couple. Of, one, one, one major close call. But um, I'll come on to that in a moment, unless there's something you want to fit in with. Because... See, I've, I've never ever worried about vans breaking down, but my worry is always about it's actually the over engineering side. Like, okay, now I don't want to turn up with my whole unit at the event, but I need to make sure I've got enough kit. So it's like I'm there three days prior to the event, sorting all my cables out. I'm like, wow. I know what's in my, I know what's in the unit, I know what's in the cases. But why do I need to do this every booking? Mm. It's, it goes beyond me, but it's dedication. It's not that old habits die hard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So, uh, you know, you know, I'd rather be thorough in what we do, you know. I think that goes without saying, really. Um, you know, you need to kind of make sure that, that your day's as smooth as possible, um, you know, to, uh, and to avoid unnecessary snags that you don't need. There's, there's absolutely the, thing, the, thing, the thing is, we're going to always bump into roadblocks. Like, how many times do you, do you go to an event where you're at a venue and you said that our loading's between, say, one and three o'clock, that's your... your your allocated time. You get there and you're an hour early. You're like, cool, yeah. I can wait in my van an hour early. Gets to your time, you're like, wait, hold on, why is people not moving? Oh, and God. then you spend like two hours trying to get into the venue and then you're like, oh, now I need to work hard. Mm. It's just like, it's part and parcel of what we do. Yeah. But it's just like, I think a little bit of education, like uh, even as DJs, I know we take a lot of time to getting our kit in. But if we all sort of work together with like the caterers and everyone said, look, Let's get your vans in, get them out. Mm. I think when you have a good set of team and they all do that, it works. Well. No, no, totally. But I think the other side of that sort of spectrum, you've also got to like, understand, like sometimes somebody will go to you, look, you need to be set up Friday, let's say four or five o'clock. Okay. I know no one's going to be there at four or five o'clock. Right? Yeah. This, is, this is a typical kind of Asian wedding, for example. Okay. But I'd like you set up four or five. And you know what? I will do that. I will do that. I will also say to the, to the client, look, People are kind of working, like, are you sure you're going to have people there? Because I will be set up for when you need. That's not a problem. Um, but again, like, it, it, it's, it's, this, it's hard work, you know. It's, there's hard work involved with it. It's not just kind of like, 
I'll be there anytime you say. And you know, and that's the thing. You can't do that to other people. Like, imagine you're working at, I don't know, like B&Q or something. You can't go, hey, John, could you come in like six hours early tomorrow <laughs> if you don't mind? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things, really. I'll tell you what always used to get me was when uh, you used to have your crew members and oh, I'm not feeling too good today. Well, I had too much to do. I'm like, guys. I was a crew member. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Um, but that, that always used to get me think, uh, okay, well, all right, sweet. So I always used to say, all right, if I've got to be at a venue at X amount of time, if I had to do it myself, what time would I need to leave? If you have that in mind, always have to, you, you can always yeah. make things work. Call, call your friends, family, call yeah. whoever. I need a little bit of assistance today. Yeah. But you always give yourself that hour extra. And nowadays, look, Google, um, what's the navigating thing? Maps. Like Google Maps, right? Google Maps. You say Google Maps. You've got these other ones as well now, haven't you? You've got all these apps, right? They're game changers. You think about it, mate. I've done bookings in the Midlands on a Friday night. It wasn't fully my booking, but I was DJing and you know I was part of the road crew, or whatever you want to call it. And, mate, we got there. Um, and it wasn't our fault that there, there was a major accident on the M1 and um, we got there and it was like eight, eight o'clock or something like that. And we had to lug our equipment upstairs. I'm talking like two flight stairs and you've got people in there already and we're setting up, you know, so we had to prioritize like, right, first thing, let's get some audio, get some music. So we've got something going there. But they were a lovely crowd in fairness. They, 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 they knew it was something major, but the only way they would have found out about it back then um, it was like on the, on the news. Yeah. <laughs> like it was no, no internet to leave. There's like traffic on the M1, but it's one of those things. Um, yeah. So, good crowd. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What music was it then? Um, that particular night, top of my head, it was um, it was mainly Punjabi music, but it was um, it was a pre-wedding party from what I remember. This is a yeah. long time ago. I'm going back about 18, 19 years plus, maybe. So it was a long, long time ago, but. Um, like I can recall, not so long ago, um, not recent, but I don't know, five, six years ago. Um, I just like my van didn't feel right. Okay, so I took it into um, a garage, and I'm telling you, the guy said to me, "Your battery seems to be going kind of flat." He tested it, whatever. He said, "Look, when you drive, and I'm no mechanic, and I think you are. You're, you're kind of more. You've got loads of stuff in your car. You <laughs> tools isn't a lot of stuff." <laughs> Like, he said to me, turn your lights on, um, have your radio on, and just drive. He goes, that will charge the the, the, the battery because it's going flat, alternate or something like that. And I was like, do you know what? I've got somewhat of a mechanical background from my family, but I've never heard that. Yeah. Next morning, what did I do? I did exactly what he told me to. Um, so I'm driving along the A406, okay, in a, in, a, in a transit. And I'm telling you, like... My gauges just started like flicking up. My lights were going crazy. The radio, and I'm thinking, what on earth is going on? I've, I've done what he's told me to, and um, slowly, slowly, like literally, I just lost all power in in, in my car uh, van. Sorry, um, and this was literally on the A406 kind of Wembley Junction. And bearing in mind, I'm not from around that area, so I don't know it very well. So. Can I get a date, a time, so I can? Have- like, say sorry to everyone for causing a massive incident, like, you know, backing up traffic. No, it, it wasn't that bad because I'd managed to just, just scrape off, but I couldn't get out of first gear. So if I'd put it in second, I, I know it would have stalled. I know it would have stalled, you know. I might have, like, put it in there, but then I thought, look, if I'm going uphill, you've got to stay in first. There was nothing on the accelerator whatsoever. And I'm telling you, so I didn't have the audacity to even try and turn the van off. I thought, if I turn it off and don't switch on again, I'm out of it stuck you know and somehow 
I managed to crawl my van to the venue where I was DJing. Um, and it was a day function to begin with. And I'm not kidding you. I literally parked right outside the doors. And um, I didn't care. I didn't care at the minute. I was like, right, I've got to get my stuff in there. Chucked everything in there. Um, came back out. Wouldn't start, obviously. So I had to get like the um, like the guests to give me a bit of a push to, to move my van out of the way. I think two of them were the door players as well. And they kindly helped me move my van. I thought, okay, worry about that after the booking. Um, but yeah, that, that was one to remember because I was one ignition turn away from not making it to that venue, literally. Um, you know, so someone was <laughs> uh, looking over me, thankfully, and uh, I managed to make it. But that, that was certainly a close call. Worst part for you of a gig? Setting up or packing away? Do you know what? The worst part for me on a booking is when you have to turn the music off. I always, that, that's my bit where I'm like, oh, but I just want one more song. I want one more. Just just one more is all I want. And then you get the, the venues are like, one more. And I'm like, yeah, just one more. Just one more. And they're like, out. I'm like, mm, right. Some so, are really strict. And it's just like, you, you want to you perform for your your crowd and they're, they're, they're in your vibe and everything's going well. And you're like, oh, I just want one more. And for me, and it was like, okay, enough's enough. Mm. I know we try, we try our best, like, 10, 15 minutes before it shut down. We try to slow things down a little bit if, if we need to. But then sometimes it's just like, oh, I just want to play my own show. Yeah. <laughs> no, it certainly is. It is like that when you're there. But then when that moment comes when you know um, there is no more music to play, because look, some venues are really strict. And it, if they haven't allocated time, that music's got to be off at midnight. I make sure it's off at 11.58, 11.50. I make yeah. sure because... You, know, you don't want to fall out with people, yeah, with the venues and stuff. Totally. But then comes the worst part for me. It's like the pack down, down. yeah? yeah. <laughs> no. I don't see, I don't mind the pack, I don't mind the pack down. Give yeah, the cables. <laughs> That's easy. It's <laughs> like, you know, like, is, a bit I hate is the, is the putting boots back on. Like, yeah. I always put steel toe caps back on when I'm packing up. Yeah. It's been too many close calls. <laughs> like, putting the, putting the boots back on, like, plugging around. Struggles, eh? Like, I think that's really the hardest bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't physically mind the packing up part. It, 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 if you've got someone reliable and decent with you, maybe you, you've got a team, especially you know, since working with, with, with musical movements, is I, I prefer just to have the rig set up if, if I can. You know, It's all done, you're in and out. But you know, there's been instances where we've done bookings and um, I've had to then offload the gear after I've packed up. You see, it's like offload it. Um, into another van like you know I don't know because I don't know what else was going on and, and you're like three in the morning and you're still lugging gear about and then it's going to be put into your storage unit it's part of the fun man wow <laughs> it's got to be done and, yeah. and, and you've got to be willing and passionate to, to do it all I think you need to start crewing on me man oh no man well, I think we have to I think we have to no, no, I'm staying here I'm, <laughs> no, so, I'm all for it park, yeah, calm down yeah. <laughs> It's not even that, you know, so I think clients need to appreciate that you're, you're not just, you know, getting in your van and driving somewhere. Someone, whether it's you or your team member, has actually got to, you know, yeah, but it's even picking it, you know, putting it in the van, taking it there, offloading, bringing it back. And when I say bringing it back, it's, that's just putting it in the van. You've then got to put it back where it belongs. And, you know, just that, that transportation alone is, um, is, is a lot of work, you know. Okay, check this one then. Uh, a normal reception party, let's say it finishes at 12, 12 Yeah. What's the latest you come home from that? Packed up, van away, 
you, you, you're getting into your bed, ready to go to sleep. I mean, obviously, it depends on location. So there's, you know, things are coming to mind as I'm, I'm thinking about this. Um, like, I've not been home until the, the next, next day. <laughs> next, like, next, day yeah. like, next, next day. Um, but recently, I would say there was a booking in, um, uh, like, Wembley. Um, Intercontinental Hotel, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. Wembley Park, somewhere around there. Um Mate, I got stuck. That was the day I had to change a lot of gear from one van to another van for whatever reason. Can't remember, but mate, there was an accident on there and one, and I was literally at the front of it. And I'm not exaggerating. I was the first car that got stopped. But you weren't the cause of the accident, yeah? Nope. Points up, man. Listen, I've been driving twenty three, four years. Zero points on my license. Touch wood. <laughs> so he's done well there. Yeah, I've done well. I've done well. But you know, you want to maintain that. Um, but yeah, so I didn't get home till it was about six or seven that day. But bearing in mind, I only went to you know uh, an hour's drive from my house. That, that's 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 a bit of a shift, isn't it? But but that's expected, you know. And and um, yeah. What about you? <laughs> I hear you're going to tell me a story. Uh, crazy. Oh, I, I remember we, we used to do a lot of uh, like say Hindu ceremonies in the morning, followed by reception parties. And you think, all right, it's doable. And then you say, oh yeah, I've got to go to the next function the next day. So I think the key key thing what i've always learned with it is if you're going to do that make sure you get your downtime do the ceremony between the two setups make sure you have extra crew mm. have a have have a have a little cat nap for half an hour 40 minutes but actually do the world good and then on the way back after you packed up why don't if you're going to be working the next day you've got to give that same performance to the next client so if that means get someone to drive home for you if you get another half an hour 40 minutes kip actually that gives you yeah. the world of good so there's been there's been times you leave your house i remember i'd, I'd done a booking and i had to i had to be up in birmingham for like nine o'clock in the morning so we left early doors went and done the party then followed by the reception and then you're like okay cool next party was actually around the corner from my house the next day by the time we finished the reception party packed everything back up to get there there was no point going home. I think mm. we got to the venue. We knew the venue. I was like, we're borrowing your showers now. <laughs> we had a shower and then went set up for the Hindu ceremony and we're back on it. Again. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and then all the days sort of merge into one. You're just like, it's one, one after the one other. One big party. <laughs> but then, do you know what? You don't mind doing that. When, when you've got your crowd in front of you, they all love, yeah, they love yeah. what you do. And you, the great thing is you build your bond up with your clients. So, but you're, you've been in contact with this client for say six months to a year. You've gone out, you had a couple of drinks with them, you've met up with a few people, you've met their like they met their parents, their cousins, their best friends, and then throughout the day you're uh, doing all the speeches with them and you're helping. Like, you're them. like family member. Yeah, you're like, yeah, afterwards you get yeah, you get a box of lentils at the bottom. Yeah, like wicked. Then I'll be apples. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all it's all it's all like it's great, but like there there's some shifts that we do. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's expected, isn't it? it? You know, but I think, again, clients may not realise that. And it's not their job to, because we, 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 we our, our sole purpose is to make sure we entertain our crowds and make sure that, you know, they have the best day ever for whatever purpose. Um, but yeah, as long as they appreciate what goes into it as well, I think would, would massively help us. And, you know, that can bring us on to another topic as well about kind of like um, a lot of DJs are willing to go out there for... for less than what it's really worth you know when you add up what we've just been through plus the equipment etc but that's another story maybe another podcast 
another story, book. another chapter, another, another book, chapter, another novel, another <laughs> novel. <laughs> Absolutely. I tell you what, we had um, I had one of my uh, I was doing a reception party. Lovely, lovely couple. End up being really close mates with the guy after years and years. Um, don't know who exactly who he is. DJ Cammy, and then um, yeah, that's his nickname, Dupesh. But like, we've we've had we've grown like such a great relationship with it, with a customer, become like best friends. Our kids all go to get go out yeah. together. And he's, I'm like, oh, I'm stuck at a booking, and I need a little bit of help. He's the yeah. first person to say, I'm there. And yeah. when he sees what goes in, he's like, Yeah, yeah that's cool, man. Is his name Dupesh? Yeah. But see, Dupesh is one of those guys that you need to DJ for because you know when you get to the venue, he's going to have like an army of people. Do you need a hand? And even though, like, I'm always like the type of person to go, no, nah, I'm all right, I'll be fine, or we're all right, we'll be fine. But you just get these people that no matter what happens, they want something to do. So you're kind of like, oh, okay, you can grab that box. And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, it's getting bigger and bigger by the end of it. It's like, oh, while you're there, could you? <laughs> um, I think that booking will always, always stick with me. Yeah, big up, Dupesh. Yeah, big up. <laughs> um, his booking, I'll tell you what, it started off like a normal party, like 6.30, people walking in. And he like I was reading the itinerary, and I was like, right, "This guy wants a party." And he's like, "I was like, no way is he gonna have all his speeches done, er, all the food, everything done by yeah. eight o'clock. No way is it happening." Ten to eight, they were on the dance floor ready. I thought, "All right, cool, we got till 12. Yeah, they had it till five o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! It got to four. I think it got to like four thirty, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, these like yeah. know how to party." And then I uh, actually had uh, another DJ actually turn up like to, like he goes, you're still going? I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah. let me come and like drop a set half now. This is my type of crowd. I mean, like, he, hey. walked, <laughs> he walked in. He was like, it's 4.30 in the morning wow. and these are still going. Mate, w- yeah. Basically, I think that, that part, he was, I actually left equipment there that night. I said mm. to him, okay, have you got anything tomorrow? They're like, Aaron, you're here tomorrow. Have we got a party in the morning? No. Great. Yeah. And I was like, well, the next yeah. customer that day, they only had, they only paid for a small setup. Yeah. They got a massive upgrade yeah. that day. <laughs> yeah. But this, this is the other thing, though, isn't it? Like, clients will book um, like equipment going by what, what they think is yeah. right for that venue, you know, without actually consulting us and going, or even speaking to the venue. Why get, you know, six bass bins and, and, and eight tops, I don't know, when, when there's a sound limiter in the venue? Or why yeah. get, you know, eight moving heads when when really you can get away with a couple people will be like turn that down it's blinding me while i'm trying to eat my starters or dinner and that sort of thing so sometimes you end up um you know providing equipment overloading you know more than what you really need just because the client thinks that's what they require for that type of venue when you know consulting is so important because you know one thing we'll do is make sure that we touch base with the venue um, to 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 understand what's acceptable, what 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 the minimum is, you know, that you need, and then above that is up to you if you need anything extra, you know. And I think um, it, it's easy to get kind of like it's like going to buy a car, and you don't need like all the fully loaded bits and bobs in there, but you're just getting it for the sake of it. So you know you can't go above sixty mile an hour, but that's when the um, the the auto what's it called the cruise control is activated i'm making this up by the way but why 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 get it when you don't need it is my point do you understand so yeah and but but then they need to understand you've just made me load all of that because you asked for it so i'm gonna bring it yeah it's all part of fun though, isn't it? Yeah, i don't call it fun anymore Aaron. i've got to that time <laughs> no fun so to, to, to kind of finish off i think it's um imperative that couples 
um, establish their their kind of venue before they book a DJ. I mean, by all means, book book us. You know, book musical movements. This is what we kind of want or who we want. Um, but then before you go ahead and book all the equipment, you know, you need to know your venue, what they will allow and what they won't allow, because you'll end up um, either getting too much or too little, you know. And so you almost need to work backwards, if that makes sense. So that's the advice I always give, um, particularly couples, or, you know, that's sort of looking to get married, is, is look, where is your, oh, well, we quite haven't really got a, a venue yet because of the pandemic or whatever. So, yeah, that's always my kind of advice. The good thing is, and whilst they're looking at it, if they look at a website, you've got, you've got all the DJs there, and, and I think it's quite easy to reach out to all of us. Everyone's on social media and bits and bobs. Have a little chit chat, and to be honest, we've played at so many of these, um, so many of these venues. We probably can give them a, better, a good understanding of what we what we feel, because mm. um, like they might say, "Oh yeah, uh, my wedding has to outdo X person's wedding who had this, this, this." Like, yeah. Well, that was in a great big room. You got small room. You could probably do half that size. It's yeah. going to look the same effect. Totally. So, I think yeah. obviously, like now, we're in that um, era where it's all about kind of visual displays as well as kind of you know like your, your booth setups or whatever. You better say big sound system, mate. It's all about <laughs> the sound system. If you if you ain't got the bass, then you know it's uh, it's in your face. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us are hard of hearing, huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> But yeah, it, it, you know, you've got to get that kind of balance right as well. Um, visual stuff is important, but you know, if, if a couple just like kind of find you up, like, yeah, you know, we want, we want, we want screens. You're like, okay, like what type of screens? Like, are we talking, you know, video walls? Are we talking plasmas? Are we talking um, like projector screens or whatever? And and all of that depends on the type of venue, you know, because you've got to think about the space you've got, the lighting that makes a massive difference as well. Um, and what looks right in there, you know, screens, obviously, you can put up portrait or, or, or landscape and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, get to know who your DJ crew are, speak to, speak to, you know, rugs, basically, he'll, he'll kind of give you the, the ins and outs of what you need and what you don't need, because that's the important thing. Otherwise, I you think just... yeah, that's the key is what you don't need. Don't need. Lot, yeah, you don't want to be going out and sort of getting things like, why, why do you need that? Yeah, it's not required. Because the bottom line is, we have to go through that challenge of loading our vans, offloading it like we started off. <laughs> and we get there, we're like, we didn't even need this. So the bottom line is, guys, if you are going to book musical movements, make sure you have a proper consultation chat with us so we can make sure that you get the right equipment for your big day. I think that's perfect. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. It's uh, Rav C signing out along with DJ889. And please do remember our podcasts are uploaded every Sunday. You can catch them on Amazon, YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. And I hope to see you at your next function. Peace. Peace. <laughs>